there are a few factors that helped me understand that the way forward was not outward, but it was inward. Hi there, everyone. Hello and welcome to season two of the podcast Mind Mills by Rutika. I am so, so happy to be back with all of you with the new season, with some new things and a new way of doing them. I'm going to bring to you in, in this season some of really amazing people that I have had the fortune to meet and some of the really interesting conversations that I have had with them. And I promise you that this season is going to be very flavorsome and very, very diverse. So let's dive in. In today's episode, episode one of season two, I'm going to introduce all of you to my dear, very dear friend. His name is Nicholas Policarpio and we all call him Nico Lovingly. Now, Nico has been one of my good friends from quite some time and every time that we catch up there are some really interesting conversations you may want to look him up on linkedin on instagram this guy is a pretty popular person in the um modeling industry spanish uh, <laughs> uh talk shows and so on he also runs this beautiful institution called the human transformation club please do look it up and he's doing some great work to help people understand the power that lies within. So let's get started with today's episode, episode 1, season 2. Here's Nicholas Policarpio. The way out is the way in. Hi, Nico. How are you doing today? Hey, Rutika. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. And... Uh... I'm pretty happy and honored to be, is it the first one? Yeah, your first guest with this yeah. wonderful podcast that you've, uh, that you've opened up. So yeah, thanks for the invite and thanks for everything that you're doing um, over the past few months. You know, I've known you for, for quite some time by now and I admire, I admire you, I admire the work that you do. So it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be with you. <laughs> what a fabulous beginning to today's episode, Nico. I would love to hear a little bit more great things about me, but we'll keep that for another time. <laughs> so we will, uh, today, the, the main uh, topic for today's conversation, so I was giving introduction to all the audience about you earlier, and there are some amazing things that you do at your end uh, in a lot of different ways. There is one particular thing that you had posted on LinkedIn. So you're very regularly putting some really in, like, you know, inspiring things on LinkedIn. One of which a couple of months ago was, um, it goes like this. You wrote, your external success, your career progression and achievements do not define who you truly are at a deeper level. Can you get to know yourself beyond your social masks? Who are you without your job title. So who are you without your job title and who are you beyond your social mask? Tell us more about this, Nico. Yes. Uh, so I think we live in a society that promotes 
that is quite mask driven and identity driven. We were born with this addiction towards becoming somebody. So when you start, you were born, then you get you go to school. Why do you go to school? You go to school to become somebody. Your family, your parents, they all want you to become somebody, which, which means two things. The first one, they are already telling you that you are not enough as you are, that you were born not being enough. So you start this quest into the future, into the future, saying, okay, as I am, I might not be enough for the people that surrounds me, for the society. So I need, I need to start accumulating identities, roles, educations, degrees to become somebody and to be happy at some point in the future. So they are already telling you, one, I'm not enough as I am. Two, in this present moment, I cannot be happy because my happy, my happiness is dependent on an identity or on something that will happen at some point in the future. So you start going to school and then you get into university and you start accumulating identities, social roles, you walk on the street and you think you know who you are because you kind of dress like somebody, you look like somebody. And from this addiction into becoming somebody, you start seeing the others as separate from yourself, mm -hmm. from the way they dress, the way they speak and the roles that they have. So you get into the, your first role, you finally got your first role within whatever kind of corporate environment. You start with the job and then maybe at some point you realize that this suit that you were wearing, this mask that you were wearing is not really fitting you or is not really fulfilling you anymore. So you decide, okay, I'm going to wear a different mask, different identity. I move out and I go to a different company. You get into a different company, another role, day one, day two, you're happy. But at some point, <laughs> you might again go back to that feeling of, mm, maybe this is not the sweet, the sweet that I'm, that I'm, that I want, that, that will bring me fulfillment and joy. And you get into this loop whereby your self-worth is defined by an accumulation of identities, social roles, and job titles. Mm. You keep going and going and going and going. And when the people tell you, Nico, who are you? You define yourself by your past history, your past uh, social roles, your past job titles, forgetting about 
the essential self behind and beyond all those identities and all those masks that you've been accumulating. And accumulating means that there's nothing authentic about it mm. because you were born with those identities. When I say identities, that's just a thought. Your name is the first identification, but your name is a thought, a thought that your family had and that started to define who are you. But the problem <laughs> is that most of your identities were not consciously chosen by you. Mm -hmm. You didn't choose your name yourself. You didn't choose where you were born. You didn't choose your religion. You didn't choose your education. So everything that formed your initial identity when you were a child, it's something that was given to you by someone else. So that, that's where the, and obviously, hey, stop me whenever, whenever you have questions or anything. That's the provoking and challenging question, which is, can you sit comfortably and peacefully with yourself beyond your name, your job titles, your promotions, your social masks and identities. The question that I'm going to throw to your audience is who do you think or who do you feel you are if you remove your past history, if you remove your name, if you remove what you've done at work this year, if you remove your promotions and job titles. What stays there? What stays there? That's that's very, very um, thought provoking. It's very deep. And very scary and, as well. Sorry. Yeah, yeah it, it, it must be. It, it definitely is because, you know, so many things that you just said about, you know, how starting from something so basic, like even the name that is given to us was something that forms a very, like, you know, that's how people know us. People, the first thing that they know us is through our names. Um, and, you know, that being so fundamental is something that is not chosen by us. And if we were to shed that layer of the identity away if we were to peel off that layer of the identity from our skins where who are we like how do you how do you go about finding who are you beyond these job titles your social masks or your identity with as simple as your name so where would you recommend our listeners should start looking there are a few factors that helped me understand that the way forward was not outward, but it was inward. <laughs> and one of the very first thing is to practice, listen and study silence. We live and I massively live in a world which is mainly activity focused. And in my case, I was an activity activity addict, which means I was constantly in the doing dimension of my life because I was escaping 
from the quietness and the silence of myself. Because I knew that if I had stopped and been quiet, that would have been super uncomfortable. <laughs> and then the question is, wait, if, if you just sit in a room silently and quietly with yourself and you feel uncomfortable in your companion, how do you wish to create meaningful relationship around you if with yourself you feel uncomfortable? You know, you will be the only companion in your life that you're going to spend your entire life with. So you'd better have a comfortable relationship with yourself. Otherwise, otherwise your life journey might be quite complicated. Before you build relationship with everyone else, but you, you should be comfortable with yourself, build a relationship with yourself, be capable of sitting in a room without doing anything and simply be, I don't want to say joyful, but at least comfortable. there you have it. Simply try to sit and be with yourself and be comfortable. This is a three-part series everyone and this is part one to keep it short and simple. I will see you in the next two parts. Nico brings some really interesting things onto the surface. So stay tuned and enjoy this one. Once again, thank you so much for listening in guys. My season 2 episode 1 has just kick-started and we are on to another great, great journey together. I'll see you in the next part. See you soon. Bye-bye.